0: hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the advanced real estate investing talk this is aurelia i have an in-person meeting with a mastermind we meet in london ontario once a month Uh, details in the show note and uh, glenn Glenn glensutherland.com glenn has a course about uh, flipping houses in the us and also now uh, multifamily investing and darcy Darcy darcywhite.ca posts his thoughts on uh, some on, on a on a blog and you can uh, follow him that way. And today we wanted to discuss how to vet the sponsor of a deal. So sometimes people will approach you with a deal. Uh, Typically they are the general partners in a structure called a general partner, limited partner. Um, It's a syndication. And typically the general partners are gonna run the show and the limited partners are involved to the extent they, they fund the deal the down payment typically and um so how do you do we so the idea is for us to give you tips on how to to um to 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 vet those sponsors to make sure that uh, you increase your chances to do well because you know the, the the numbers can promise something but um it's very important to uh to to vet the person you will be investing with uh because they are the ones that are um gonna make sure that the the, the deal is successful or not and i have a few criteria i've thought of um so first of all you want an experienced operator and you want to look at their track record and ideally if you can talk to people that have invested with them in the past to know you know how do they behave and type of question you can ask is how do they behave you know in in case um uh, things don't go uh, as planned you know are they good problem solvers uh do they communicate when um, when, when things happen, uh, do they keep you in the loop? Do they, do they keep you informed? because that's that's also a, a, a very important aspect of uh, of investing with someone else. Um, have they been through different real estate cycles? How have they na- navigated them? Uh, like I said, do they communicate during difficult times? And do they have an attitude of problem solver, uh, meaning uh, when when things issues will arise, uh, are they are they are they ready for them? And also um, when they do their underwriting, when they do the they run the numbers for the deal, make sure that they are very conservative and they factor in you know everything, including you know. Whatever you can think of, uh, uh, high vacancy, high interest rates, which proves to be a good idea nowadays, Uh, and also uh, you know stress test for the properties with uh, you know pest control, uh, whatever capital expenditure may 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 come up, do they have a budget for that? So these are some of the thoughts I had around uh, vetting sponsors. That's
1: good. That's good. That's good. I I'd only add um, one of the things that you're you're vetting at think are right on the mark, the quality of the person doing the work um, and their consistency and their character and what you know about them, that, that these all align. Um, the deal should be understandable, simple. It's not that what we do is really complicated. It's actually fairly simple things, and it should be simply described. So if, when you're thinking about the person who's doing it and what they're describing to you, if they are able to clearly articulate what they're doing, it sounds like they've done it before. If it's full of digressions and oh yeahs and and this and that thrown in and it ends up sounding like a smorgasbord of bad ideas, there's a good chance that they've never walked through the process. And nothing that we do is that sophisticated. This is actually really simple work. It's about, you know, it's hard work. It takes time and persistence and a bit of experience. But describing it simply is you're buying an undervalued, usually depreciated and, uh uh, uh, worn out asset, you're recapitalizing it, fixing it, making it better. So that's just baseboards, drywalls, and countertops, things that people do on the weekend every year. Um, and then refinancing it or, or you know, uh, renting it, selling it, the birth strategy or a hold strategy. That's simply de- uh, simply described. If they can't describe simply what they're doing, they're probably not sure of what they're doing. And I'd be concerned about that. Um, And if you don't understand it and you can't describe what they told you simply to your greatest yeah, but, and those yeah, buts could be your partner, your family member, that critic that says, you know, yeah, but what about this? If you can't describe it simply to them, you probably don't understand the deal well. And if you go back to that person and get it clear, that's, that's one of my things. In addition to the character of the person doing it, they've done it before as I described that what they're describing you should be able to understand it and be able to articulate it clearly to anyone who asks what you're involved in. It's so esoteric and weird. Um, you probably are in over your head. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. Glenn, what are your thoughts on that?
2: No, same sort of thing. It was like, what, 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 what's the advantage of working with this operator over other operators? Like what is sure. like, what, like what's the what separates them, right? Mm-hmm. Do they have some sort of connections? They have an ability to get off market deals. Um, do they have some sort of special relationship yeah. with the lenders, right? To to get something better for you, right? Yeah. Um, do they have in-house property management? Do they have in-house asset managers, or is this all getting farmed out? Like, what do they actually manage? What do they actually control? What are they, you know, what 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 level of um, Involvement are they actually having, are they just putting this deal together and stepping away or is this, that they have their, it's, you know, it's going to go from them doing the, the deal underwriting and closing the property to going through different parts of their other, the team, right? Like the, yeah. you know, to have everything running. Right. Um, the other thing is well, um, it's only, you're only going to get this if they provide it, but like, what is their net worth? Like, what is their ability to qualify for all these mortgages? What are they bringing to the table to help this go? Um, like this comes into play um, in the U S especially, right? Like, cause you're going to have to qualify for these, these yeah. properties based on your net worth. So you typically need your operator to have a net worth of the property. Right. Um, so where, where is that coming from? If they don't have that, if they're new, like, do, are they even, are they actually going to be able to close this? <laughs> like do <Yeah>. they <laughs> without experience and, let, and let's, without bringing experienced people in, it's going to be tough. And <laughs> it even comes in, um, As you're doing your own syndications for people who are listening to this, if they're wanting to be the active partner and they're going to build their teams out, they have to think about the people they're bringing into their teams, because sometimes um, I don't know if this is where we want to go down this path, but like for me, buying uh, apartment buildings in the US, I'm gonna have to bring in a key principle to qualify. For these these mortgages, so I'm going to need high net worth people to be on my team just for that. I need to need someone with who's an American with excellent credit score, uh, you know, social security number, an American, um, just to meet the requirements to get the best lending I can for my for the investors, right? Because I I'm representing them. I need to be able to make get the best I can do. And whenever you start bringing having to bring people in for these, what percentage are those people looking for to take of the deal? what uh, are they bringing capital? Um, what's what's the other perks that this person with this large net worth could provide for you, right for this mm-hmm. for this project, right? Um, and what are the costs to do this? Not even just like you know the percentage of the GP side, what other costs? like sometimes they're going to want to sell you a course to sell you a setup fees just to work with you, right? Um, and I get it there's depending on what you're paying for, it could be for legal stuff, it could be for attorneys. Um, but I know this is kind of off topic from directly what you were, you were talking about with just finding partners, but they're, they're, just understanding these people and who who who's going to help you the farthest, who's going to get you the farthest for the right price. I'm not looking to get the cheapest thing because you're going to get cheap if you pay cheap, right? Yep. But who is going to get me what I actually need? Like as a Canadian, there's going to be gaps that we're missing, right? And if I try to use this with even basing my qualifications for these mortgages based off my ITID number, my international tax ID number, instead of like a social security number, I'm not going to get the best rates for the investors. And it just trickles down. Yes, we won't have to bring in a GP or a keep KP on the GP side to give that away. But honestly, that doesn't involve the investors. So that's my share that's going to be lost. And, and it, you know, it's going to come off the GP side, how they're paid. So people get it confused and think that they're paying for this. So if you, if it is a cost that should be you, it should be you paying it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of going on a side rant, but it partnering with people to make these big projects go through is you're also going to have to vet these sponsors, right?
1: Yeah. Listen, I'd urge people listening now, if, you look, if you're if in, you uh, investing in the U.S., you should talk to Glenn, take his course. Uh, there's a There's a wealth of knowledge here, that he's just hinting at he's coming over kind of quickly doing across border things that you, you really should, take his course i mean we're just hinting at some of the, the
2: same thing is going to happen in canada often. too so not, not yeah. to downplay my course yeah. anyway, but darcy no. like say someone wanted to bring you in to their group to close a property in edmonton because you have connections in edmonton. well that be mm-hmm. why that's why they're bringing you in that's why yeah. they're bringing you in because you know people you have teams set up you might have something local yeah. there is a reason to bring you in rather than yeah. somebody else right
1: and if there's no clear reason that's a red flag you should know why i'm in the deal yeah. Um, if someone's being mealy mouthed about that, either they're bashful, which is a bit odd for someone who's been doing it for a while. So they speak to their inexperience, or something is not clear. And not clear is not good. That increases the risk. Clarity reduces risks. Unclarity or what uh, uncertainty is a risk. You just, so if it's not clear what their your key person or your GP is getting out of the deal, you need to back away until you can clarify what that is because people shouldn't be doing things for free. That's, even think no of the
2: presentations lunch. when you're getting presented to and they're showing you, they're usually going to start off one of the early slides anyway, it'll be presenting the team, right? Yep. And if, if you can't understand who all these people are that are involved in this on the GP side, they're running this, it might be a question to bring up in the Q&A. Who yep. is that guy? Like, what does, what he, does he do? do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, who is that guy?
1: How much are they costing us? Yeah. What is the GP's taking this?
2: Yeah. And no, I, oh, no. we didn't even talk about that. But we should be definitely asking what the GPLP split is.
1: Yeah, without question.
2: Because yeah. it is drastically different from place to
0: place. Um, and the fees too. The fees. Are yeah, the fees. There is a guy named Nick Stageberg, and he has a very interesting way of doing business. He he's a He's a broker. So he has a broker's license. He has a property management company and he wants his interest to be aligned with the, the, the investors. So there are no fees to invest with them because he finds that those fees are not in alignment because the GP gets paid uh, an acquisition fee and then, you know, the, the, nobody has made any money except for the GP. Um, and so what he does, they get to keep the lights on thanks to the the um, the property management that they have in-house and and also because they make a I believe they do it so don't quote me on this but I believe they have uh, because of their license you know if they close in the same state then they have uh, um, some money there but then it's 50-50 between them and the lps so they get paid when the lps get paid and and 5% goes to the employees of their company and 5% goes to charity that's that's his model and i thought i w- i would mention it here because it's uh, I it quite but you're
2: also talking about splitting 50-50 with the gps right um so you that's that that's what you just said, right? Unless I misheard yeah. that, right?
0: I, I, I'm i not 100% sure, so don't quote me on okay. This. okay. Yeah. But, but we didn't say a th-
2: name anyway, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. But there it's something to words. think about is some of these quite literally are splits, 50-50 with the GP and LP side. Some of them are 730s. The ones that we're underwriting are 80-20s,
1: right? Yeah, I'm 80-20. Our yeah. GPs get to 20, fully yeah. vested from the moment. No fees, no cut on the transfer of the property. Just We only get it on the back end, 20% on the back end. Yeah. So you paid your prefer,
2: preferred rate. So you say it's whatever it you negotiated off the start, you, pay, yep. you get paid your amount every month. And if there's extra, the additional is split 80-20, right? The, mm-hmm. the sales, the refinances, that's how it's split. And it, it is very important to understand these fees because they are drastically different. It Absolutely. Is, the splits are really important. And one thing that most a lot of people overlook is the tax credits and depreciation, whether they're being held on the um, in the project at the GP side or if they're being distributed to the LP side as investors. Because in the U.S., you can do it either way. I don't know if in Canada yeah. if it's the same way, but uh, some people will keep them and get the depreciation and just hold it all to themselves instead of just uh, distributing those uh, tax credits.
0: Yep. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'll put it as a question, but. Uh... I don't think I'm not sure you can really, as a Canadian investing in the U.S., uh, benefit from this uh, depreciation.
2: Well, it'll go on depending which kind of tax uh, depreciation you're doing. If you're doing um, um, what do you call it, a segregated uh, cost seg, uh, a yeah, cost seg, you can't. Canadians don't qualify for that. But if it's just typical regular depreciation, it'll you know be a credit towards the income you made, right? Okay. So you could get that, but with depreciation comes recapture, right? So Mm -hmm. it's, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, you're talking back somewhere on both sides (laughs) of the border.
2: (laughs) You're going to, you'll get it, you get a discount and then you have to pay it back later. So it's, it's, it's a toss up, whether which way even makes more sense. You could probably argue it either way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, You might want to listen to this one twice, folks. (laughs) a lot of details that's good
2: well even as we were talking i started more stuff popped in my head right from even my notes right so
1: yeah oh that's good that's rich uh all right take us home
0: yeah well thank you everybody for tuning in uh we hope you enjoyed these episodes uh yeah and if we have any questions coming our way we'd be happy to tackle them during the the, um, the show. And uh, yeah, so feel free to email us advancedariatog at gmail.com, advancedariatog at gmail.com, and it will be our pleasure to cover your question. Thank you for tuning in.
2: Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Bye. everyone.